Yo, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? It is your man, B. Vaughn, here with another episode here on We Create Music TV, our interview series that we come to you every Monday and every Thursday. Glad that you're here. Tonight, today, whenever you're going to watch this amazing interview that we're about to get into with Kel Jean, right? Singer, songwriter, had a chance to check out some of her music. You're going to enjoy what she's going to be bringing, what we're going to talk about today. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome Kel Jean. <laughs> give it up. Give it up. How are you? I'm great. I'm amazing. Great. I'm I'm good. You know, it's 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 Monday. Oh, I'm really good because my my new computer will be here on Wednesday. So I'm just like, okay. Well, give me your oh. old one then. Actually, I I do have an old one that I'm. I mean, I don't know if I can just give it. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, we could talk about that though. I need a new computer, Brian. It ain't super new. I mean, it's it's an old computer, but that mug is still powerful. <laughs> Well, we can talk about how old your computer is and what this new, what this one is, the old one that I got. But yeah, because it's it's pretty old. This one's pretty new, so I'm ready for this. It depends on what oh, you man. use. If you use Apple, if you use Mac, or if you use I'm a Mac girl. Uh, that's what I'm saying. See, people don't understand. Look, 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 look. People don't understand. Right before we get into this whole interview, people don't understand. There's a difference between Macs and just your regular old PCs that people use. People just yeah, I'm a Mac yeah. guy. I got I got a Mac yeah. Mini. I got an iPhone. I got a watch. I got the AirPods. I got people know. I love I love Apple. Hey, you hear that Apple? I need some um some endorsements. Let's go. No. So, but Kels, Kel Jean. I think I'm just gonna call yeah. Kels from now on, everybody, so yeah, that you know. So. So I'm glad to have you here. So talk to us about how you got started in this whole music world. I got my first karaoke machine probably around like six years old. And I just played and um, sang on it. I remember songs from like J-Lo and a bunch of older artists. I can't really remember their names. But um, so that's when I really start playing around in music. And then I remember one time I was singing, just, you know, playing my voice. And I was like, dang, I actually sound pretty good. So I went to go sing to my mom and she started crying. She's like, oh my gosh, you have a oh, natural wow. gift. Yes. I was like, ooh, I'm onto something. So um, I joined the choir at church. I did, I joined the, I tried out for every sport in um, middle school, just trying to see where I fit in. And I didn't make mm. any sports. But I made the chorus team. Okay, and That's then right. um, we start doing like shows, putting on shows from there. I start doing talent shows, getting into dancing. I got into acting. I did that in um, high school as well. I did the chorus. I did musical theater and drama. And then in college, I did one year of gospel choir. And I remember sitting in class mm -hmm. my junior year of college, and I was like, man, because I was in, I was in my major was public health and business. I was like, man, I'm truly like, I don't feel happy for what I'm doing. Like, it doesn't like feed my soul. Life's too short to be doing something I don't have a desire or a passion for. So I had this guy that um, we were good friends at the time. And I was always saying, he was like, why don't you ever do music? Everybody would always ask me that. I just didn't know how to go about it. So he booked me um, a studio session. 
And I was already writing music, so it wasn't like new to me. I had wrote a song, I recorded it. I got a lot of great feedback. I put it out on my birthday of 2018 and I haven't stopped since then. Hey, that's dope. Dope. So, dope. so the, so, so six years old, got the first karaoke machine, right? That's, I think most people kind of get started at a very young age. I don't know too many people who's like 40 and all of a sudden it's like, I'm going to be a singer. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be yeah, a rapper. Like a little seed. Right. You know, so, so thinking about, so think about, thinking about that. These little seeds that we have. I mean, was your your parents into music, or were they any artists, or did? I mean, how did that that seed kind of blossom within within you uh, that led you to this I career? Always, I always say I was chosen because, like, there's literally nobody in my family that, but to my knowledge, at least, you know, there were definitely people before I was born that aren't here mm. anymore. But to my knowledge, I don't know anybody in my family that even know how to hold a note. <laughs> <laughs> so it was truly like a gift from heaven from god mm. yeah like um i feel chosen to do this um me and my brother actually growing up we would always just make up songs for fun and for every holiday and event we had in the family they would just call me up to come perform for the family um oh. to this day i don't know anybody in my family that do music other than me and my brother mm. okay so so it, it wasn't like how the jacksons would you know, back in the day, I don't know if you've seen the movie, uh, the TV series, Jackson, Jackson, the American Dream, when they would always I call them, like, get up here and sing that song that you used to do, that you like, get up here and sing. oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, oh man. Right. You'd be like, <laughs> really? I got to get up here and sing and dance like, in front of? They expect you to do it every time. And to this oh, yeah. day, I'm doing that. But, you know, I love it. That, see, that's why I never really sang in front of anybody. And I don't sing. See, here I go. People know, so so I grew up as a singer, right? That was my whole, that was my whole thing. I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to to be in in choral, and I did. I did choir uh, all the way from middle school, uh, actually from elementary school to high school. I was in choir the entire time, you know, and it just didn't work out because I couldn't do. I didn't have the confidence to do it in a, like by myself. I can never be a solo artist, like ever be a solo artist, solo artist. I had to be in you a group. Yeah, still. Wow. To this, yeah, it's it's weird. It's like I don't know. It's always that, and I know I'm at the age where I really shouldn't care, and you know, really I know shouldn't. Where, Brian. Right, I really shouldn't care. Like I got some grades down here. I really shouldn't care what people think. Yeah. But, but there's a part of me that's like, I'm gonna tell you why because you've seen those people. I've seen them. I've never been one of them because I've always been so self-conscious about it. But you see those people who who were up there singing, and all of a sudden you look in the crowd. There's a person over there like, and it's like everybody ain't gonna like it. I know, and I I never got over it. I never got over that. Oh and man! So, hey, you can oh yeah, I went to look. Look, I know this ain't about me. me. They like to do something, and they don't do it. I'm, I'm gonna like every time I see them, be like. All right, Brian. You like, oh yeah, I did. I know the same about me. I always, but I went to state. I was in state choir. I was. I went to. Oh yeah, I went to the all Virginia uh, male choir. I did a whole all that stuff. It just wasn't for me. So I always applaud people who, such as yourself, who 
from a young age until now have the courage to do what you do on a day-to-day basis because your boy can't yeah your boy ain't got that you can. i believe i don't you, know uh, you believe in me i appreciate that i do so, all you gotta do is believe in yourself Brian. thank you, you got you. well thank you oh, yeah do you yeah. still say it for fun do i sing for fun every yeah. day <laughs> every day <laughs> every day thank you every day oh uh, my wife hears me all the my wife hears me all the time. She's like, one day I'm just I'm just gonna be scared that she's gonna record me and I don't know Make that she's recording me. Nah, nah. But anyway, but anyway, anyway, Kales. <laughs> you hear me? Huh? You said make a TikTok. You said make a TikTok. Okay, I was just making yeah, sure you heard me. That's that five times. I, I know. I was going to say, anyway, no. <laughs> yeah, you can ignore me, but I don't worry about nope, it. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> But uh, like I said, I'm always, I'm always, I always admire people such as yourself who have the ability to step out and do it and just enjoy it and to just love it and to just go with the flow of, of being an artist. Because I know that's something that I would have loved to do, just never went out and actually, and actually did it. So to hear that you've been doing it at a young age. To hear that you are naturally gifted and talented at a young age is just it's just amazing. So kudos to you uh, for that. And I had a chance to listen to your music. We'll get into your music uh, in just a little bit because I want to know the inspiration behind some of the songs that that you've made. So, uh, but but for you, when did you know that you truly wanted to be a singer songwriter? Like, how did you? What was that defining moment for you that said, "This is exactly what I want to do." See, um, so I don't I don't identify myself as just like a singer songwriter. I'm like a truly overall entertainer. So like, mm. if I was to perform on stage, I'm gonna be giving you a show. I'm gonna be making you laugh. I'm gonna be talking. I'm gonna be dancing. I'm gonna be singing. I'm gonna be acting a little bit. Um, honestly, I was probably in high school and we was practicing for a show, a musical theater show. And we had this professional come down from New uh, from New York to teach us some chorus. And my mom always said, since I was a kid, I always would work myself to the front row of everything. I didn't realize it, but <laughs> um, he looked, the guy who came down to teach us, he looked at me out of everybody in the room. It was like a good, at least 50 of us, right? Practicing mm. for this show. And he looked at me, he was like, you're gonna be a superstar one day. And that just stuck from stuck with me from that wow. moment. Like, like that, I can still like vividly remember that. Mm. And this is before I even, you know, before I even like, okay, let me get this a try. Wow. So that was the moment for me. I was like, okay, there's something special about me. Um, even when I walk into rooms and I don't even, I try to like be quiet and reserved. It always be like an opportunity that presents itself for me to like not be behind the scenes. Wow. It must be something about, like, now go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, I'll say it must be something about your energy, your aura, your personality that people just automatically gravitate to, or that kind of stands out. And people are like- Yeah, even if I yeah. don't even try. <laughs> like I realized it, it was for me because I, I, I had to put in the least amount of work and I was so good at it. Mm. Mm. You know, they say that most talented people have to put in the less amount of effort for for what they do because it just comes, yeah. it just comes naturally, naturally to them. Yeah, that's, I mean, but that's, but that's a good thing though, is because you're, you're, Whenever environments you go into, those environments 
lends itself to lends itself and positions you to kind of be oh, you know, the I forefront and all that you are <laughs> and people can recognize it and they can say, Hey, you know, but amazing opportunities can come from that too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So a lot of times people who, who, who said it to me, uh, I think it was Miss Storm, a lady I interviewed uh, a while ago. She said, closed mouths don't get fed. And I said, you so mm-hmm. right about that. You sure right about that. Because if people don't <laughs> say it again. I said, asking you shall receive. Asking you shall receive. Knock and it shall be open. And the door will be open. That's right. <laughs> so give me the here quoting, be preaching. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. right. But you know, so so I want to go, I want to go back. It was interesting you said that you were in in college. I think you said you were in college and that in you were in a gospel group or a gospel uh choir. For a year. Did you say a year? Yeah. So how was that? How was that experience? It was a very beautiful experience. Mm. I, I, I was always in the church growing up anyway, so it wasn't abnormal for me to be in that environment. I sung in the choir in church as a kid, as a teenager. Um, the, I guess the, the cool thing about it, once again, I was on stage in the front dancing, man. It's always happening. <laughs> um, we got to travel the world. I got to go to New York. I got to oh, go wow. to Philadelphia. I got to go to Canada. I got to see Niagara Falls. It was it was a very dope experience. I also learned things about my voice that I didn't even know I was capable of. So that was mm. cool. yeah. That's um, no, no. Yeah, I was gonna say. I know. I know. I was gonna say. Yeah. That's say that again. Learned a lot of new songs. I learned a lot of new songs. Mm-hmm. A lot of new songs. <laughs> a lot of new things about your voice. Yes. <laughs> sing from the gut. Sing from the diaphragm. Yes. How to. Oh yeah, I remember all those tricks and techniques that I don't use today. But uh, <laughs> no, actually, I do. I just don't put it out there. But I still use those yeah, same. Yeah. I still don't use those same it. techniques. She said, "Don't worry about it. I'm gonna hit you up later on every day and be like, hey, you you doing that?'" But uh, I'm gonna make you login a password. I'm gonna make sure you upload every day. Oh, see. Don't don't put that pressure. Don't put that pressure on me. Don't have you can't be having that chance. <laughs> I truly you know? believe that every gift we were born with was was of course meant for us, but it wasn't meant for us to keep to ourselves. Right. I, I believe that. I believe that too. It's just somewhere down the line something happened where it wasn't it wasn't a direction I was gonna go into. And it kind of was like, mm, I still love it. Mm. So like so like me, I do music, right? I like I produce music. People know that they watch the show. They know that I actually you produce. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look, 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 look. Look at them lights back there shining brightly. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. And so oh yeah, I make beats too. But I realize of course. Okay. Of course I do. I got a whole production team. But <laughs> but it, it got to a point where it was like, you know. There's some, I have a, a whole nother skill set that can probably be better utilized within this whole music community than just making beats, right? Which is kind of doing stuff like what I'm doing now on We Create Music TV, kind of stuff I'm doing on the music side and on the video side, and being more of more of an executive than like just a regular beat maker or producer or whatever. But that kind of was the same thing. I think that somewhere in my journey, it hit me like. Yeah, that's cool. I may want to do that still, but I think that this is where I'm really supposed to go, and where I'm really supposed to be, and 
where I can make the biggest impact is in doing stuff like this. So that's probably why I don't pursue any of those other other things that we got, you know, that that people got why going on that they can do. You know, honestly, because some things take up so much time and capacity to do. It's like TikTok, Brian. Oh, shoot. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to make a TikTok right now. I'm going to log it. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear you say, man. I want to hear you say. One day. One day. One day you probably will. One day. Um, but yeah. You know, I, I always. <laughs> But I always like to ask that question uh, because I think for everybody, there's a defining moment uh, in their life that says, this is it for me. This is what I want to do. And this is the direction that I'm going to go in. And we put our all into, into doing that. And so I'm always interested in what that period is in a person's life. Now, because it, one, it's going to be different for everybody. The circumstances, the situation, the environment is all going to be different, but it's still amazing that I interview tons of music creatives, producers, artists, and they may have all had different journeys, but they're all on the same trajectory, if I can say it in that way, of being a music creative, being an artist, being an entertainer uh, in this crazy world of of this music business that, that exists. And so, I, I, don't, I don't know, I'm always just interested in finding out how those different things take place and so for you you know it ended up working the way that it that it did which is mm -hmm. yeah i don't know that's just that's just super cool just how how it all just works out how this betrays itself so so yeah, yeah. now yeah you can't like i had a guy on the show uh james i don't know if you know james worthy or not um but he lives here in atlanta and i had him on the show and i asked him that question what was his defining moment that that period in his life where he knew and he said it was the day that I met Michael Jackson and Michael Jackson told me he said and Michael Jackson told me you were going to be a superstar and he said at that moment it was like if Michael Jackson said it he said that's it I it's, yeah. and that's yeah. It's, yeah and so it's it's I, I, it's I see that now I see that when it's somebody that you look up mm -hmm. to and don't expect you to get to be on that level they tell you that it's like that's you right. know me <laughs> I can do it. Me, I can do yeah. it. Wow. You know, so so Kels, I'm sure that in your music career that you've had that you faced major challenges and situations that you've been in. So what were some of those major challenges that you've experienced and what did you learn from those? Um, let's see. One of the biggest challenges I was would say is um learning not to do things just for money or for likes or exposure, like never like suddenly or like belittling yourself, if that makes sense. Um, staying true to yourself, knowing who you, who you are, what you represent, knowing your brand, because people come in from every direction trying to change you or something about your music, the way you look, any small thing. But the more you know yourself um, and aware of everything, you're able to say, okay, this is not me. This, this doesn't represent me. Um, I want to do this for this amount of money, you know? So that's been a challenge. But hey, I'm here now. I'm so sure of myself than I ever was before. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so I want to ask a follow-up question. So so you said that you are at the at the place for yourself right now. So like so how did you know that? How did you know that that for you? 
right? So when you talk about doing things for money or not doing things for money or representing your brand appropriately, like how did you get to that to that place? Honestly, through experience, because <laughs> I have been the person to be like, oh, shoot, they pay $500 for this show. Let me go see. And after mm -hmm. so many of those, you're like, okay, Kill, what are you doing? Are you chasing money? Are you chasing the opportunity? Mm. Really, everything in my mindset start to change when I like really truly realized like who I am, what I am, and how much power I hold within myself. Like everything I was afterward after, or everything I feel like I needed to have or be mm. to be successful, it just isn't what it is. Um, mm. I, I learned that I, I am the creator of my reality, and anything I want, I can attract. So That's I stop right. chasing. And I just start being. Mm. It's I'm growing actually, with grace. We're saying my little gems, my little gems down here. That's a gem right there, y'all. Like, is being is being yourself and stop chasing. It's it's so amazing to me how people so desperately want to be like other people. And I always look at always look at things and go, well, one, why do I want to be somebody else? God made me exactly who I am and how I am. Why do I want to be somebody else? Two, two, I don't know what's going on in that person's life. So I may not want <laughs> what they got, you know, because we only see the exterior. We only see know, you know, right? the, the money. We only see what's on Instagram and social media. And it's like, oh, I want that life. But it's like. Do you do you really want that life though? Like, right, and you don't know what they had to go through to get there, or how yeah. much work they put in. I don't think people realize it's a lot of work that has to be put on, put in behind the scenes. And yeah. because I'm so hands on with everything, I realize like, dang, this is not just let me put a song out and blow up tomorrow. <laughs> Why do people think it's that way? I have no idea. Because it is not. Let me just go into the studio, record a song. Oh, you know, I can write a song in ten minutes. Record it in five, press mix and master it, press it up, we good to go. Like some But granted, some, there are stories that happen like that sometimes, but it's still work that has to be put in after. That's right. There's, there's still work. There's still work that has to be put in after. But I think I think there are some people out there who think it happens that that fast. They put out a song and they go, Hey, how come I ain't blow up yet? Let's go. That like, was I me this. when I put my job two years ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like I put that song out, how come it ain't go viral? Right, <clears throat> right. That's right. Promoting it and singing it every day, but I know the biggest thing in this journey is learning um, patience. Mm. That's the mm -hmm. biggest one. To be in every moment, because it'll be a time I wake up and go outside, and like I won't have the privacy that I have right now. Mm. That's I want that's right. To go out and looking at me, want to take photos. I'm trying to enjoy all these small moments enjoy. or big moments. Enjoy all, enjoy all of it. But I always tell people, everybody, there's, and I can't say everybody, let me take that back. There are a lot of people who want to be superstars, who want to make it big in this music industry, right? They want the fame, the fortune that comes with it. And it's like, but I don't know if most people are ready for what this music industry is going to bring into their lives, right? And I always caution all music creators to say, just be very cognizant of what happens in your life in this music industry, because this is the industry. This is, I think, uh, who said it? Uh, was it Issa Rae? Issa, I think Issa Rae said it. And she said, this industry is full of snakes, is full of 
um, just bad people. I can't remember her quote exactly, but she was like, this is the worst industries I've, the worst industry I've ever seen. It's worse than the film industry. And she's like, oh, wow. this industry is, and it is. And I always tell people, you got to have tough skin to make it in this industry because you're going to get a thousand no's and you're going to eventually get a yes. But if you can't handle those thousand no's, oh my goodness, it ain't going to work out. It's just, it's a tough industry. It's yeah. a super, super tough industry. But it's, but it's good to hear that, that you had the realization to say, okay, I don't, I don't need to chase the bag or I don't need to try to be somebody else. I define what my brand is. I define who I am as an artist and not somebody else because record, a lot of record labels will do that. A lot of managers and a lot of executives will try to change how you are as an artist. And you have to be the person to say, no, this is my brand. You know, so yeah. so what so for you, what were some of those things that you identified that were important for your own personal brand as an artist, as Kells, as Kells Jean? I, I, I said it right, right? I did say it right. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. Almost. I'll just say Kells. Well, you're asking me what were some things I identified as part of my brand? Yeah, what were some of the things that you identified as, and how did you identify those things as, as part of your, your brand, part of your makeup? Well, I start with who I am as a person. You know, as a person, I am very energetic. <laughs> I like to have a good time. Uh, I, I'm honest. I'm very transparent, sometimes way too transparent. Um, but most of all, I like to inspire people to live like a label you know how i'm going hard right at you right now like yo use your gift that's that's what i am that's who i'm about mm. i'm always so i try to i have a lot of music i haven't released out yet it'd be coming out this year but it's more like um man do what you love and love what you do and like everything else will come mm. so um some things that that don't represent me is negative talk i don't negative talk to myself i don't negative talk about other people i don't like sit and gossip like these things don't define me um <laughs> That's so good to hear. I I want uh I won't belittle anyone for an opportunity. Mm. Uh, let's see. I just like to try to keep it things as honest and transparent as possible. Um, I realized there was something about me. I used to work at Sprint. Okay. And I was a top salesperson. And one of the things, like part of the selling method, we would have to like rephrase things to mm. add on people's bills and so that mm. you could put money in your pocket. That's I was right. doing it for about two years and I um I went on a fast and I just took a break from everything to just to get to know and understand myself a little bit more. And mm. I realized this was something I was doing. I was like, oh shit, this is not who I am. I had to mm. immediately like quit my job because it was oh, forcing wow. me to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that deep. So like like I said, like the more you know who you are and what you represent, what you stand for, anytime you feel yourself not doing that, it, mm -hmm. it, you know, you won't settle. You won't allow it to happen. Wow. But no, I'm a, I'm a fun person, man. I like to, I love to have fun. I like to remind people that um, this life is an experience. Mm -hmm. Like, take it serious, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> take it serious, but not really. Right, enjoy your I'm life. I'm a free spirit. I'm a free Enjoy your life, live your life. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's and good. Faith, 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 but not without the work, though. Hey, that's just right. You can't just sit around and be like, oh, it's just... If I say it, yeah. it'll happen. No, you still got to go yeah. put that work in. Faith without work is dead. Yeah. You still got to put that work in. But, yeah. uh, you know, so I used to work I used to work at Verizon. 
And so I, I taught people how to do what you did <laughs> for years, for years at Verizon. We would teach people how oh, to upsell. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I was a trainer. I was a trainer at Verizon. Uh, you know, yeah, in my the past. Hey, that's right. I taught a hey, because yeah, yeah. So I I used to teach people how to do that and how to do mm -hmm. sales uh, for years. Uh -huh. And so learning how to do that, uh, yeah. I mean, there's some deception that's in there, right? <laughs> there's some deception that's in there, yeah. you know. But but it's like you're trying to milk the the, the person for all that they got for all of these different services and add-ons and all those different things. But yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I, I remember when I get up there, I'll be like, oh, she, she the one that added that stuff to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I but, knew not what I was doing. <laughs> that's right. You know, but but I, I think what you said is that your own personal energy and understanding that this is your life, you are the creative force of your life, and that you make it whatever it is. So so there's a course that I used to teach, um, and actually I still kind of teach it, but it's the seven habits of highly effective people. And in there, there's a concept that's called carry your own weather. And it, it means that you have the ability, no matter what the circumstances are around you, to carry your own weather. You control your own happiness. You control what outcomes you want to experience and outcomes you want to expect. But I love the fact that you say you don't belittle nobody. You don't step on nobody to get ahead. But when you think about the music industry as a whole, a lot of that happens. A lot of, hey, I'm going to put you down. Or, hey, I'm going to step on you. Or, hey, I'm going to talk bad about you so I can get this piece. And a lot of that happens in this industry and people have to be very cognizant of it. I'm not going to say that it doesn't happen. It definitely happens, but it's how you respond to it. Right. And I love what you said and your response. You don't talk negative about people. You don't have negative energy. You don't gossip. And I think that's for me, the biggest thing is the gossip. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, which is why I can't, I don't like social media. I do. I'm on that's it. The worst thing you can do. Oh my gosh. I'm on it because I need to be on it. Gotta be <laughs> we 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 talking too much, Brian. Like oh my, oh my gosh. Like oh, it just it does. And I'm not gonna speak. You know what? Nope, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Yeah. I, I'm not yeah, on. I'm, I'm not. I, look, I'm not on social media today because I know there's yeah. some stuff on social media that's going on today, yeah. right now that I'm yeah. like I don't want to be a part of. Because um, I got my own thoughts about, you know, what happened and everybody, I don't want to be a part of it. You know, that's yeah. the whole gossip world for me. And I'm like, eh, I got other things to do. You know yeah. what I mean? So, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, 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 it's that whole, it's that whole thing. But, yeah. you know, so, so, are, okay, I don't even know we talked about it. Are you born and raised in Atlanta? No, I'm from Mobile, Alabama. The country. Hey! The She's like, I'm from... You know where, where Mardi Gras originated? That's where I'm from. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I spent some time in Alabama. I did I did basic in Alabama, basic training in Alabama. In, um, what part? In, in Anniston. Okay. That's yep. Anniston, Alabama. Yep. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Atlanta feels okay. like home, though. But it feels like home. Mm-hmm. You know? Why do you... You mean it's just 2019? Yeah. I've been I've been here since 2018. So a year before me. So 
Right. And so part of me, part of me, I like Atlanta, right? So anybody's watching, y'all know I'm, I'm in Atlanta, right? So I like Atlanta, but I always have to think about, could I, could I be doing what I'm doing today back in St. Louis? Mm. Probably. You could? I probably could do, I probably could be doing everything I'm doing today in St. Louis. And then it's like, did I have to move to Atlanta? What was the reason why? Because, so I moved here in 2018. 2019, when did COVID hit? 2020? Was it 2019? At the end of 2019, it hit. Yeah, it, that's COVID when everybody hit. started catching. Yeah, right. I, I think I had it. When it, around that December, January time frame, I was sick. I was... My wife was like, yo, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I can't breathe. She was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was crazy. I was out for like a week and a half. My wife was like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm literally like my teeth were. I was freezing. Oh, gosh, it was it was so crazy. But. That don't, don't sound what, like a sound effect. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I mean, that, what did I say sound effect? Sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they said you get chills. Um, they said that you get um, chills, uh, shortness of breath, fever, uh, and some other stuff. But I, whatever that was, I had all that. But um, my, my whole point in saying that is because when I got here, things were on and popping. I was at events, doing all types of stuff, mingling with people. In the 2019, it was no more of that. Once once March 2020 hit, it was no more of this mingling and going out. And so it made me realize, and I had to switch everything everything that I was doing with We Create Music TV. I used to do all my interviews in person. People would come over to the crib, and I had a whole setup kind of like this, and we had some chairs, and we were like me, like me and you would be like in the same room, like ah, that's good, like. And then COVID hit, and I was like, "Yo, what am I gonna do with this whole show thing?" So I took it, you know, in this medium. But then I sat back and thought, "Dang, I could be doing this. I could do this anywhere. I could be in the Philippines, as long as I got a camera, internet access. I could interview anybody all around the world." You That's know, so I, so I always have to think about that. Could I have still been doing what I'm doing now in a completely different? different area. And I don't know for you if you could say that. I mean, I think it's different for artists uh, and for entertainers uh, to, I think it's I think it's more practical for music creatives to be in a city that's geared towards music in general versus being in like, I can tell you St. Louis, yeah, whatever. I ain't gonna talk about St. Louis like that. I still got people back there. <laughs> but, you know, but so, so for you, you never been to St. Louis? Uh, not to my. To oh yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go one day. And that, and if you ever go, if you ever go to St. Louis, there's a couple things you gotta do. Like you have to eat Emos pizza. Like that's a Emos. must. Emos. Okay. That's a must. You must drink Vess soda. I don't know if you drink soda, but you gotta drink Vess really. soda. Yeah, that's it's like a St. Louis staple. Vess Vess soda, and. Um, you got to eat some red hot riplets, right? They're like tater chips, but they're like hot. Oh, gosh, yeah. I'm giving all the St. Louis you secrets away. Is that pork? 
you said ripples. No, the red hot ripples. They're, they're potato chips. Oh, you had said yeah. ribs. I know they're called red hot ripples. Ripples, okay. Yeah, rip R I P. Ripples. Okay, okay. Yep. okay yeah, they're, okay. yeah, they're potato chips. So yeah, okay, just, okay. yeah. And and then you got to visit the arch because everybody does that. It's like the tourist Visit where? The arch, the St. Louis Arch. The arch. Yeah. What's that? The big, the St. Louis Arch. You know the. Oh yeah, go. Yeah, you, you've, <laughs> you've seen you've seen the arch. It's just it's a okay. big, okay. a big silver arch. But anyway, I know I'm going off on a tangent talking about St. Louis and you you visiting, good. going in, and doing that stuff. But I guess the point I was making was for you coming from Mobile to Atlanta. What was that defining moment for you to say, I need to leave the city I'm currently in and move to a city that I think is going, and I don't want to answer, I don't want to kind of phrase it that way, but what was the the decision behind moving to Atlanta? So I went from Mobile to, Bur to Birmingham, Alabama, which is like two hours away from here. I did my college career there uh, four years. Um, but that's also where I started my music career in 2018. So I got to a point, like I said, I was on this self-awareness awakening journey where I started to not only I grow like the people that are around me, like because when you're when you're like the most, I'm trying to say can't say like uh, I just felt me separating from the people that was around me. I I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it clean like that. Um, but I had got to a point where I had performed at every club, every venue, at least five, six times. It's like, okay, Kel, what else? This can't be it, you know? Um, I also, while I was staying there, I would come to Atlanta periodically to perform shows. And like the love that I received from people and the crowd reaction from people that I didn't even know. I was like, and it was so many more people here that do what I do, as far as being an artist, creative entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh man, I would, I would love to be in this environment. Not even that. I love the city life. I love that it's always something to do every mm -hmm. day of the week. Mm -hmm. For artists and singers and anybody, like anything. Um, I was looking to develop myself as an artist. So I started taking dance classes here, taking vocal lessons. And just like I said, just being around people who do what you do and having that connection. And it just inspires you even more. Because mm. where I was at, I was the only person doing music as hard as I was doing it, like videos, projects, and stuff like that. So, right. so it was just time for a new environment. Right, time for a new environment. So do you think that the environment of Atlanta for a music creative artist, entertainer is oversaturated? You think there's too many of us here? No, nah, man, like, that's the case. Too many people on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I don't get what people say is oversaturated. Do you know how many, like, car brands there are? You know, like, it's, so, mm -hmm. I mean, it's so many, like, nobody can do what you do how you do it. And that's, like, all that matters. That's right. Like, I don't think, believe there's anybody out there who can perform, like, exactly like I can. Mm. Can share energy, spread love, and be all that I am, just like Kale can. It was given to me for a reason, and there's something about me that's different than all of the other millions of people that do it. So, mm. No, nah, no, nah, I don't. I don't like the the oversaturated. Right. Like if that's the case, nobody should ever change their dreams. <laughs> I'm always just curious, you know, because yeah. it tells a lot about a person's mindset. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, it's, it is oversaturated. There's too many artists here. There's too many, but it tells you about that person's mindset. And so it, let, it, it, it tells you if the person is a scarcity-minded person 
or if they're an mm. abundance, an abundance-minded person. So for you, based upon what you just said, you're an abundance-minded person. There's enough for everybody. There's, if you get a piece of the pie, I can get a piece of the pie. There's enough pie for everybody. But a scarcity-minded person doesn't think that way. And a scarcity-minded person is going to, if we go back to what you said earlier, is going to do those things that you said that you don't do. Step on people, talk bad about people, gossip about people, right? And so I find that even in this city, you have that dichotomy. There are those two sides that live here. You have those folks who are abundance, um, have that abundance mentality, and I can see it. And those are the type of people that I hang around. Those are the type of people that I'm engaged with. But then you do have those scarcity-minded people that you really got to watch out for because they will... Let something happen or you shine brighter than them. They're going to try to take yeah. you out in some kind of career assassination. And so they're going to try to take you out. It's like, yeah. it, should, it shouldn't be that way. But I'm always interested in yeah. that. In that, is it oversaturated? Because it can never be oversaturated. Like what makes it? Yeah. Is, are there too many people on earth? No. You feel there's, me? there's enough land. <laughs> there's, enough, there's enough land still for probably 7 billion more people. But anyway. Wow. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's tons of land everywhere that wow. we haven't even occupied even as of yet. So, okay, yeah, okay. That, that's that's actually good to hear. You got a lot of land I need to buy there. Oh, look, I need to buy some land too, actually. I need to, <laughs> so that, yeah, so that. We got them acres on the way, Brian. Them acres are coming. Hey, them acres. Let's get them. That's right. They're already that's here. Right. We just got to reach and grab them. That's right. Because if I had them acres, I'll build a whole complex with film and TV and music and all types of stuff. So, so Lord, oh, I just like, a, like, a, like a bigger, like a bigger um, Tyler Perry studio. It'd be like a Tyler Perry studios, yeah. But bigger. Yep. Do I want it to be bigger? Hmm. Probably. It can only get bigger. Probably because because it'll have a it'll have a whole music side to it. Tyler Perry doesn't have a whole yeah. music side to his. Uh -uh. He just has yeah. different sets, you know what I mean? Different houses. He has actually a whole White House over there. It's like, oh, all right, I, I see you, I see you, you know, Tyler's <laughs> Tyler is Perry. But <laughs> so so for you, Kells, what what influences you to make the music that you make? Because I'm gonna start moving into talking about your music. So before we start talking about it, what influences you to make your music experience everything i written about is from experience hmm. and the stuff that i have out is not even a little pinch of like what who i am now and what things i've been through so but everything i write about is from experience. Well, then we, sometimes i write go ahead but well, then, well, then we need to hurry up and get the rest of it out let's go oh it's coming because i'm ready See, the thing is I was just dropping music. Now I got somebody in my life who's helped me get my business together because it's more ah. business than anything. So you have to have the foundation solid before you keep moving recklessly. So See, I'm getting my foundation solid. See, I don't think uh, some people understand that because there's both sides, right? There's a music business yeah. and then there's the music industry. I mean, there's, there's not the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. We're all in the music industry, but we are not all in the music business. Right. And so understanding, you know, all your publishing and getting all your publishing. So get out. You got to get all your publishing. <laughs> so make sure you yeah, sign up with, oh, make sure you sign up with ASCAP, BMI, one of those two. Yeah. CSAC, you can't join. You got to be invited to CSAC. So, which means you got to know somebody. 
You got BMI? Yeah. I'm a BMI. I got to get the same, right? So sign up with them, Harry Fox, SoundScan, all those places, right? But anyway, we can talk about oh, that. Yeah, we can talk about that later. Write that down. Let me write that down. <laughs> Harry yeah, Fox. Harry Fox Harry is definitely, Fox? yes. Is it H-A-R-R-Y? Yep. H-A-R-R-Y-F-O-X. They are a mechanical royalty uh, collection agency. Harry Fox. Harry Fox. Yeah. Okay, babe. What else? You anything else you want to throw off? Oh gosh. I'm gonna give you. I can give you a whole bunch after we done. Okay. Okay, (laughs) Because that's a whole. It is a whole. Oh yeah, the whole bunch. I I um, love learning. So. Yeah, I love learning. Look, I love learning too. That's that's what I do outside of this filming and interviewing and we create music TV stuff. I am all about learning and teaching other people. So, okay, so let's talk about your music. I want to move and talking about your music. I had a chance to check out your music. I listened to a whole bunch of it that you had up, and there are some songs specifically that I want to talk about because I want to know the inspiration behind the creation, the story behind the creation of these songs. So the very first song is Old School. Okay. So talk to so talk to us about Yeah, and and, and how you were um you okay I don't think you were really playing the bass. (laughs) The bass guitar? I, oh, I, th- I oh. think I think in there you said um, I think it was on your Instagram. You said, "Look at me trying to act like I'm playing the bass guitar." Yeah. But- <laughs> so so so, what's the story behind Old School, and what was the motivation for creating creating that the song? The song itself, honestly, I yep. didn't write that song. Oh, okay. It's one of the only songs I didn't write. Mm. However, the, the, the vibe of Old School itself is something I would say is definitely connected to my brand. And when I say old school, I mean like the nineties R and B feel. Mm-hmm. Um, if you truly listen to some of the things I do have, I, I love to sample the old school nineties vibe. Whether it's, whether it's like a melody or like mm-hmm. a run or something, that's part of who I like the mm-hmm. brand. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, but, also, that one I but even if you didn't write it, old school is still dope. That was a dope Thank song. You. I was like, really? Oh, yeah, that was, oh yeah, old school's a dope song. The, the, the vibe and the feel and the music uh, and just just the overall aesthetics of the song itself. And yeah, I was like, oh, this is you, you know when you start hearing a song, you you sit back and you be like, oh, okay, I like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't write about that. I don't feel on it, so you mm-hmm. know, burn these and all, shade things up. I did that. I added the okay. kill to it. But you had to kill. Friend of mine That's right. Friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. So when I okay. Went, I like, oh, okay, I like this. It pushed me out of my comfort zone vocally too, so mm. I feel like that. Yeah, it, it, old school kind of reminded me of, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it was kind of in the feeling like of of her when I mm. as I was as I was listening to it. That's kind of the the the. I started to kind of feel that her vibe. Oh and, yeah, 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 because it's and, and very low tone. Yeah, in that song, and I was, I could, I could kind of, it started to resonate that that's kind of the, 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 the feel and the emotion. It's kind of like what her would do if she was singing mm-hmm. that type of song itself. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, I mean, granted, even if you didn't write it, you performed the heck out of it. So, kudos Thank for you. that. Thank you. Thank you. Kudos for, for that. Yeah. All right, so the next song, 
is mood. That's my baby. Mood. And there's some stuff I saw in mood. So we're going to talk about that. There's some things I noticed in that video. So we'll talk about it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so we talking yeah. about the song or video? Both. Okay, so yeah. starting with the song, it was one of those times where I was in the studio. I had invited some friends and family over, and I was, like, really irritated. Because usually when I make music, I would, um, at the time, I would feel like I needed to smoke weed. <laughs> so when I wrote that song, I didn't. I wasn't high, and I was very irritated. I was very irritated. I was like, bro, I'm like really not in the mood to even be here right now. So that's 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 how I started. I was in like a, a uh, mood, and then my um, producer, uh, when we when we create, we create from the ground up. So he was mm -hmm. making the beat. As he was making the beat, I started coming with the words, and it was like, a, oh, uh oh, look, we get we get some real vocals, y'all. <laughs> So yeah, it was that was just basically like one of those things. Like I said, I write how I feel in the moment. Okay. My mood was just back and forth all over the place. Okay. So um, so that's the song and the video. What I what I like to do with my videos, I don't like to do what people expect it to be. Like when you listen to the words of the song, you think, okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be with a boy, or we're just gonna be happy and sad the next day, going back and forth. But I wanted to go like like I said, ninety like the mm -hmm. throwbacks. I oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, it was I definitely throwback. <laughs> I was like, hmm. So when I come up with concepts, I like to get in the quiet area. I turn my song on. I just let my mind go. Mm. So I thought about all of the um, female groups that I am a fan of or what what I knew growing up. And it was TLC and In Vogue and Destiny Child. Yep. Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. Yep. Yeah, so yep. I went through that. Yeah, I thought that was, was like, I thought that was awesome. I Thank thought you. that I was awesome. Put in my job or tired of my job. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I had to, I had to rewind the video to go back and say, wait a minute. Is that supposed to be in Vogue? That is. And then, and then when y'all were doing the uh, whatever dance in, in the um yeah in, in the pajamas in the pajamas oh were, that was TLC oh yeah of course and y'all were doing your dances and stuff and then I saw the lady in the background she had the little black um band uh, band aid or uh, tape on her eye I was like I had to pause it I was like what's that Is she left eye I, I, had, I had to go back and watch that part over again I was like wait a minute oh that's TLC now the salt and pepper yeah. one was. Super easy to, to to identify and guess. Cause y'all were doing the dances. Y'all had the whole oh, yeah, salt and pepper yeah. hat and the I fanny. And y'all had the <laughs> you had the fanny packs. I was like, yep. Yeah. That's classic salt and pepper. Classic salt and pepper. That was that was. One thing that we cherish about being this independent artist is I get to be so hands on with my work. So whenever that's I right. get to the point with touching it, I can know what what I like, what I don't like, and I can you know tell them how to fix it. <laughs> mm. You know, I think that's the power, one of the powers of being an independent artist versus being an artist signed to a label. And there's pros and cons, right? I got into a discussion a while ago, uh, I think it was last year, actually, about signing with a label or being an independent artist and what makes the best type of scenario. And in that conversation, I said, you know, it all depends. It depends on what a person really, truly wants to get out of it and how much control the person truly wants to have over their music career and direction.
So because as an independent artist, you can do all of those different things. You can put those different flavors in your video. You can have you have 100 percent creative control. But at a record label, you may not have 100 percent creative control. They may kind of tell you what to do, what songs need to go on the album, how to dress, who to put on the album, what producers to use. They may control most of that stuff and you don't really have you're relinquishing your creative freedom for the advance, for the support, for the additional money. And so there's there's choices. But I but in saying that is the fact that this particular video mood allows you to be as creative as possible. And I saw that in the video. And as I was watching it, I could tell that you were going through different segments. Oh, here's in vogue. Here's TLC. Here's salt and pepper. I mean, y'all were getting down too. Y'all had them fanny packs going. Oh, yeah, with, the, with, with the with with the um, uh, what kind of what kind of shorts were they called back back in the day when we used to wear those? Um, we talking about the salt and pepper? Yes, yeah, like the spandex shorts, whatever they're called. Oh yeah, we had the one piece on. Yeah, y'all rocking those. Y'all, thank you. Y'all killed it. Y'all killed it. But I, I thought it was a very creative video, and it took us on a journey through through that song. Hmm? Can I sip this water? I'm just trying to see if that's a problem. Yeah, I, I'm... Oh, okay, okay. I was just making sure, you know. <laughs> no, nah, you know what? You can't drink water. You got to... Dang. <laughs> Here I am. I got a little cup. She's like, yeah, I better drink this water. I'm trying. I'm working on getting through half a gallon a day. Okay, that's good. I need to work on getting through half a gallon a day. But but when you said that, I thought it was just maybe like a, a bottle. A little bottle of water? You were like, uh, let me turn that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so, so this ain't even, I'm going to go off on a tangent now because uh, it, just, it just reminded me of something. So... <laughs> Oh, should I should I say it, it's not gossip? I hope it ain't. You don't take it as gossip. It's just what it was. So, so there's a guy that I used to work with a long time ago. He used to drink um, soda, two liter soda with a um, a sports cap on it. You know, one of those sports those oh. pop up, and he would drink a two liter of oh, soda, like, like, you just, like the sucking one. Yeah, with like the sucking one, he would okay. and suck a whole two liter of soda. I was like, yo, am I watching what you're doing right now? He's like, he's like, what? It's soda. I'm like, bro, but you got the whole soda with a, a sippy cup thing on top of it. Like a, whole, a whole one? You got the whole soda? A whole two liter. That would be his beverage for the... <laughs> a, whole, a whole two liter of soda with a little... Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah, nah, I was like, oh, no, nah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. You know, I think... What I just found interesting in what you said with the song Mood was something of the fact that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I want to make sure I heard it right. It was about smoking weed, right? Uh -huh. And I guess the need and the tendency to smoke, to smoke weed, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe I just never understood it because, well, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Um, I think everybody has a time in their life when when that takes place, right? In some fashion or 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 so so let me retract that. Cuz I think I did. But I think for me it was more of when I was in the military. <laughs> when I was in the military we did. 
Smoking What? I know y'all be doing that. Oh my gosh. I got oh gosh. It's for a different day. I got stories I can tell you about so all types of We do what? Y'all do drill tests in the military. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. You, so you was for sure. They did drug tests in the military. <laughs> look, look. Look, how much time how much time we got? Oh, we ain't got enough time. <laughs> look, I'll tell you the story after. If you're interested in hearing this story, I can tell you after we done. Because this okay, story, okay. <laughs> Yeah, this this story was woo. But yeah, this story was was wild. But I was going to say, but I think it's now because I'm older. And I, I sit back and go, like, do people really need to smoke weed to to write music and to enjoy music and to be creative? But I remember back in the day, we did it just to just to get high. It wasn't to be creative. It was just to just to get high and laugh and, and eat a whole bunch of stuff. But it wasn't it wasn't to be creative or to get those juices going to yeah. create music or a song like that. So let me retract that because I actually do understand why okay. why people had that tendency. Or maybe I don't. Maybe you had a different perspective on why that was for you. And if you wanted to share that, you can. If not. No, you're good. For me, at the time, I like I I started smoking weed in college, so <laughs> I felt like when I smoke, it's like I feel like my mind was at its highest. Like I would come up with different ideas that I feel like I wouldn't be able to come up with if I was mm-hmm. sober. Um, I feel like every, when it comes to writing music, everything just comes so much faster. It's mm-hmm. like when you high, it's like a part of your brain opens up that you don't normally use. Right. If you okay. when you high, you think about stuff you've never thought about ever. And you laugh yeah, at yeah, stuff yeah. that you, <laughs> that you never you thought you would like laugh you at. Right. To mm-hmm. Do if you were sober. But once you reach a level of consciousness, you can do everything. Right. You, you can do everything. everything. That's right. You That's right. Me? It was That's just right. one of those things for me. So um, I feel like I needed to write. Mm. Um, need to write. So the fact that I wrote Moves Sober was a big breaking point for me. And it really showed me that, oh, shoot, I don't need this to be dope as I am. Yeah, because that song is dope. Oh, you got stuck. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, she got stuck. So hopefully we can get her unstuck here in just in just a moment. But she is stuck. Let's see if she um let's see if she comes back on. So give, give us one moment. But yeah, I mean, like I said, mood is it's 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 a dope song. Like I said, I like just yeah. the, the trajectory you took, and you reached out higher level of consciousness, and you could make an amazing song, just like mood. And so the the next song I want to talk about is called this song. Like I'm naming the songs like you don't know what they're called, but <laughs> so let's talk I about. <laughs> yep so this song so let's talk about that so because i'm i'm a 90s baby and i just feel like i should have been in the era with all the 90s r&b legends which it's okay because i get to bring that feel into the new school please That's bring it my back whole you know you feel me my whole thing when i create most of the time it's just like hmm how can i incorporate that into this so 
with this one, once again, in the studio with my favorite producer, Roscoe Hippo Meat Productions. We built it from the ground up, and I explained to him, I said, yo, I want a 90 song. Like, I look, Keith Sweat is one of my favorite artists. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, I want something that give me that feel, but I want to make it like a little bit more today's 2000, you know, as far as mm-hmm. like the beat, the way it hits. So oh, he is so talented. And he and he works with the church, so you can know people who play instruments and work with oh, the yeah. church. They can do all awesome man. Y'all are t- yeah, it's this, a different level. Of talent right it's, it's a different level than so, church musicians. Yes, yes. Right. So that's what he's giving right now. Uh, he started mm. curating, and while he was breaking the beat once again, I start um, writing while he's creating. And uh, one of my favorite songs is "Nobody" by Keith Sweat. Yep, nobody. See, I, I look, yeah, look, I just did something. Let me stop. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know, heard you. That nobody is is that's. I always say, keep. Don't let me get on Key Sweat, but it's okay. At the Keith beginning Sweat, of this song, yes. At the beginning of this song, I hit that. Ooh, get a loving like I can. And usually in the, the song, it's like nobody, but I just kept like mm-hmm. that. And then um, once we were done, he was like, oh, "Man, this song gonna need a talk box." Like the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the oh yeah, the little thing you stick in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So he with one of his friends that do it and I got him to and you know do his thing on it and it was a dope collab. Um my boyfriend's talking at the beginning with his deep voice to put us back in that nineties vibe. Mm. I shot a video to that one too. I don't know if you I saw know, it, I did. Y'all in the rain dancing. Yeah. Dudes the dudes ain't got on no shirt. They all slick yes. like like they <laughs> like they Jodeci in the back just yes. I'm like, I yes. see y'all. Mm-hmm, so I, I recently put that song down because mm. um, the business is right. Don't get me wrong, but it's just sitting. And when I when I really truly recognize the potential of my music, I don't want it to just sit. Right. Although I know that I can make a song now it, that goes up and people go listen to the old stuff. Mm-hmm. But for this song, I want when it's out, I want it to go. Like I want right. like you know, even but, get Keith Swift on the Keith Swift on the remix. You know, something like that. But, but you know, but you know. It be those types of songs that somebody hears and it blows up. And it's like, yo, yeah, I heard this song that you did like two years ago. And that's the song that's like, whoa. Because that type of song, I like that. Once you hear the beat, it, it, it immediately takes you back to the 90s. Like, I was watching the video and listening to the song. And the pizza dude, when he brought the pizza to the door, right? <laughs> Your friends are like, well, how would you sing this song? And then... It went into the the actual song. Y'all were, I was like, look yeah, at this. Yeah, and y'all yeah. y'all were banging on the table, uh, on the uh, yeah. counter. Oh, like, look at this. Oh yeah, I always. I'm yeah. I'm a researcher. <laughs> I'm a researcher. But I was like, yeah. I said, yeah, I did. Join the and 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 the, the dude is the pizza guy out there just. Uh huh. <laughs> like yeah. look at that. But it, but it, it was very reminiscent, '90s reminiscent, and I appreciated that. Because I think, to me, 90s was the best era of music. Mm-hmm. I have not seen another era of music like the 90s as of yet. Because there were so many it's amazing, amazing songs. It's always sampled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always sampled. I mean, that was the best era of music was, uh-huh. was the 90s. Oh, my gosh. It's just so many amazing groups, so many amazing songs. It was just... Yeah, it was just one of the best. But this song is reminiscent of that, and I love the feeling. So my advice to you, I don't know, put it back up, because you never know 
you, ne you never know who's going to hear it, who's going to be attracted to it. You know, somebody may stumble across the video on YouTube and maybe gravitate toward yeah. the video and is like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Somebody can hear the song on Spotify and be like, oh, this is awesome. You just yeah. you just never know how any yeah. of these songs work yeah. and how they take off. So you say you're going to redrop it? Next month, yeah. Oh, next month? Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. get that Let's get that going. This, <laughs> this, yeah, hey. this song. Hey. <laughs> That's right. Look, see, look, we're getting. We see, see, I'm not gonna do it for y'all. We have an amazing talent that can, oh, man. can do it for give me you. One, oh, you gotta on. give me one up before we get out of here. Hello there. All right. No, see, I don't. I don't even do bass. I don't even do bass. So I used to. I used to. I used to do. I used to be tenor baritone. That was my range right there, tenor baritone. Oh, that's but, hard. Oh no, that was. Anyway. So you can't do baritone no more. I probably. I just. Let it's me been hear a while. Just one word. Nah. One word. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get something before. Right. She said. She said. She said. One day it's gonna happen. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> so okay. So that's good. So it's gonna drop next month. So so what's next for what's next for Kels? What's next for you? What can we Honestly, expect? Honestly, I am tapping into the Afro Caribbean side right now. Oh. So once we got this okay. song coming back out, I'm gonna. I've been playing, not playing with it. I've been successful, successfully doing that behind the scenes. My boyfriend's Haitian. So mm -hmm. when I met him, he kind of introduced me to that music, which I had like never really should have listened to. It's like mm -hmm. a whole nother universe over there. And I feel like I'm so much more connected to that sound. Mm -hmm. Not saying I'm going to abandon R&B, but right. I want to see how far I can go with that. Yeah, I mean, so you never know how all those different mm -hmm. flavors can mix together. And what you can create from from those. Mm -hmm. Yes. So yes, so what? Okay. So so when's the EP coming? And then when's the album coming? Let's Honestly, see. I just said that yesterday. I was like, man, I need an EP out. It's been Let's too get long. it. I had dropped one last year, but I had to end up taking it down. Getting taken down because of business, right? Mm. So this time we're doing things right, and this this way I have everything um, paid for, um, registered properly music video shot um but the, the songs are already ready so it's just a matter of getting the dates down together and, mm. and making a rollout and using what i got for right now you know okay yeah well ladies and gentlemen i know when y'all hear it so, so first please make sure you go check out those songs support kales and those songs old school mood and this song well when she puts it back up next month but support i always <laughs> say make sure you support support the folks who come on the show in this case it's Kells and her music and the things that she's doing. You know, when she has shows here in Atlanta, make sure you go. So if there's a show that Kells is going to put on somewhere, I'm going to make sure that I show up somewhere and, okay. and, and be part of the show and be right up front. Period. Like, hey, right up front. We're going right to have a good time. I'm going to make my way right up to the front. And so, but yes, definitely support. So, so Kells, let me ask you, what advice would you have for anybody that wants to get into this music industry, what would you tell them? Um, believe in yourself first, always, because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. You gotta, you can't convince somebody that this is for you if you if you like kind of iffy about it. Um, anything you fear, do it. <laughs> like you never know. Like the other side of fear is so beautiful, man. That's the, the biggest thing I've been learning. Anything I'm scared to do, I, I do it. Like I was scared to cut my hair. I was like, let me cut it. <laughs> like, it's just that simple. 
Um, but believe in yourself. Um, go hard for yourself. I would say treat people how you want to be treated. I know that's like sound redundant, but it's like one of the most important lessons ever. Um, so yeah, just just do it. Don't let nobody talk you out of doing something that you love. That's right. That's right. You know, I want to now. I was I want to be treated like a uh, treatment now. <laughs> no, I mean, but I, I mean, when you think about the golden rule, that's that's it right there. Treat people like how you want to be treated. So if you want to be treated with dignity and respect. Treat other people that that same way. And I and yeah. I think it's a, yeah. That's right. You know, you put out. I think that's what you said. You put out what you get back. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you put out what you get back. So if you put out good and you put out. Uh, respect and you put out those different things you're gonna you're gonna reap it you reap what you sow so and trust your word will return back to your actions will return back to you so be very cognizant of that but man kels wow i mean we've been going for an hour and 10 minutes and i don't know if it felt like an hour and 10 minutes but we've been we've been going going but uh that's good good conversation good conversation you know, I know sometimes went on a tangent. I have the tendency to do that, but you know, I just Man, I don't that's, just judge how, you. that's just how it is. But um, <laughs> but uh, man, it's 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 been a pleasure to learn about you, to to meet you, to learn about your music, and to learn more about your life and your career. Uh, so, I would, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go support Kells. Make sure you support her music and be a part of the movement that she's creating. So, Kells, if you wouldn't mind holding on for just one moment while I close this out. Okay. All right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, what I tell you, what I tell you, right? Amazing singer, songwriter, entertainer, actress. And there's so much more that we probably didn't get into. And I'm sure there is. So as we continue to watch Kells on her journey, we will see all of those different things unfold before us. Please make sure you go out that you support her, her music and what she's doing. Uh, you know, I'm a supporter of everybody that comes onto the show. And I just love what they're doing and I promote, you know, those individuals. So, uh, but thank you very much for tuning in here to We Create Music TV to another interview series. Make sure to subscribe to our channel. Make sure to like, make sure to comment, make sure to do all those things because it helps us to rank higher, right? It helps us to get, you know, more views on YouTube. People can see the content that we're putting out and they can take advantage of all these different things. But once again, thank you very much for tuning in. You can catch us every Monday and every Thursday at 7 p.m. We do our interviews and you can catch us throughout the week every Thursday at 2 p.m. where we drop content. Uh, I'm going to drop a, a content coming up soon because I'm supposed to be receiving my new Mac Studio on Wednesday. So if I get it on Wednesday, trust me, there's going to be a video that probably comes out on, on Thursday about this whole new Mac Studio. But anyway, thanks for being here. Y'all know how I feel about you. Appreciate all of you. Peace.